0: Matt, welcome to the Hockey News. Uh, We really appreciate you spending uh, 20, 30 minutes with us here on the phone. We're going to uh, transcribe this uh, call and put it in uh, an upcoming issue of the Hockey News. Uh, Welcome to the Hockey News.
1: My pleasure. Thanks very much, Graham.
0: So, Matt, I've got to go back in time with you a little bit because you and I, um, we sort of have a a mutual friend in Bob Nagley. Yes. um, And so... We ran in the hockey news this year a little feature on Bob um, and his and who he is and what he's meant to, uh, not just Minnesota hockey, but really the game. You know, um, from everything he touched—from uh, inline skating industry to um, our dasherboard business to uh, you know everything, uh, hockey, uh, Minnesota Wild, everything do not you can you can you share with us some thoughts that you had cuz you you worked with them many 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 years ago that's how you really got your start way back when um can you give us uh, and I again we have 2 million hockey news uh readers fans that go to our website every single month and it's important that they in my estimation it's important that they know who Bob Bagley was
1: uh, well I I agree uh with that statement for sure and you know Bob is really an icon here in in Minnesota and as you say beyond Minnesota because he's made contributions to the game well beyond Minnesota uh but he just happened to be one of us so he's beloved here as well uh you know as as you know he he um he won the Lester Patrick award it was given the Lester Patrick award by the league back I think in 2008 so again that speaks to his reach beyond Minnesota but yes, I worked for Bob right out of college back in the early 80s with a company called Rollerblade, which was it started out as a hockey training tool, and, and that's where Bob's heart was, always in hockey. And it grew into something much bigger than that, which was an education all in itself in sales and marketing, which was fun for myself to be involved with. But, um, but Bob owned that company for more than 10 years, and it guided it to great success and and we owe a lot to Bob for that and and then shortly after that he uh he regrouped and uh, he sold the company and and he uh decided it was time to bring NHL hockey back to Minnesota and you know what a what a legacy that is to bring hockey back to the state of hockey and so Bob's uh you know his fingerprints are are all over Minnesota hockey and and beyond and he is uh really appreciated here in Minnesota and it was uh sad to have him pass last year but uh but uh his imprint will be felt for decades and decades to come.
0: What was it like uh working for him? Um, you know around the office the 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 atmosphere the the his management style. What was he like? Everybody sort of knows of the the iconic figure, you know, with his big hair and his big laugh and that big smile. I remember going to trade conference shows and uh you know you could always know where his booth was because that's where the biggest laughs were coming out of
1: <laughs> yeah he he uh he was a gregarious guy and uh he was you know so loved by everybody that he touched because he genuinely cared about others uh, one of the things that everybody remarks about bob is how he always remembered everybody's name no matter if he met you once or you know he re- interacted with you regularly he knew your name, and he often knew your kids' names, and uh, and would ask about them by name, uh, and and that there was no trick to that. I once asked him, Bob, you know, how do how do you do that? He's like, well, I don't know. I, ultimately, I just figured out because he cared. He cared about people, and and so he was he was beloved that way, and and a very gregarious guy. He had a way of uh, just rallying people around him without needing to be the center of attention it was an interesting mix where he could he led so well rallied people around him but he shined the light on everyone else but himself really and that was so that's something i really admired about bob
0: you know i uh my my history with bob is i owned a company uh, competed with him he owned Atletica. Yeah. i owned uh, burley's we, we were in the dashboard com- competition business and, uh, we would go to trade shows and I'd see him there. And just like you said, he'd, he'd call my name, <laughs> he'd call my name out yeah. from across the room, you know? Yep. And, uh, it, you know, as you know, in, in, in the business world, cause you're in business and we'll get to that in a second, but, uh, it's very competitive and, uh, some people sort of, you know, hate their competitors and they sort of, everybody's, you know, the bad guy on the other side of the, the table, but Bob, you know, would embrace you. You know, yeah. we, we would compete with him head to head yeah. on selling dashboards, but that didn't matter to Bob. Bob, Bob you're yeah. in the same business. You must love hockey, and if you love hockey, and I love hockey, we got something in common.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, I was. All, that was another lesson I learned from him early on in my career. Was it was disarming that he um, he he not just embraced com- competition, sort of strategically he he genuinely you know he cared about people again and he um he made friends with enemies you know or supposed enemies but that was i think something that uh people around him in business always i think were surprised by and took note of and if they were smart they learned from is that look we do, you know we don't have to be at each other's throats as competitors we're like you said we're in this uh, for the, uh, the same reasons, we're here, we want the industry to grow or the category to grow. Uh, let's see if we can, to the degree that we can, let's work together. Let's be friends and not always mortal en- enemies. And uh, that, that I remember being sort of taken, uh, 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 sort of being thrown off guard by that, but then figuring out, well, that's, that's a logical and reasonable thing to do. And, and it makes good sense. But Bob was really good at that.
0: You know I learned I learned that from him as well. You know, I remember getting a call from him and he said to me he says uh, this was 2007 and he says he says hey Graham he says I I hear I hear through the grapevine that you're in the process to buy Bauer. And I said, "Yep, that's right." And he goes, "Well, so am I." You know, I he owned at the time Mission itech, as you know. Yeah. And yeah. he and he with with Kevin Compton, uh, the owner of the San Jose mm-hmm. Sharks at the time. And Bob mm-hmm. said to me, he says, you know, uh, well, we're going after it hard because we think if it's combined, it's, it, it, you know, Mission ITech with Bauer, uh, it's a perfect fit. And I said, Bob, I agree with you. So why don't we, Why? and I jokingly said, Matt, I said, yeah, okay, well, yeah. here's the deal. Here's the deal. If you win the Bauer competition with, from Nike, mm-hmm. you you know, you put those two things together and I, I agree with you. But, but if I win the Bauer competition, you mm-hmm. sell me Mission ITech. <laughs> and he laughed. He laughed hard. He says, "You got yourself a deal there, Graham."
1: <laughs> and That's a great story,
0: isn't that? And then he called me when it was announced that I I won the Bauer um, yeah. process from Nike. Yeah. And he called me up, and he was laughing. He says, "Yeah." He says, "Graham," he says, "Congratulations on buying Bauer." I got to tell you something. You really pulled this one out. He says, <laughs> "When do we start talking about me selling you Mission High Tech?"
1: <laughs> it was the
0: next day. Matt, it was the next day. Yeah.
1: That's great. That's a that's a that's a that's pure Bob right there, isn't it?
0: Well, it, it taught me uh and I this is uh it taught me a really important lesson in business that it's it's okay it's okay to really enjoy the process, the other people on the other side of the yeah. table. And really embrace the entire big picture. You don't always have to end up with the the Bauer Mission iTech, but you got to be excited about the possibility of that business growing, even if you're not at the helm of it. I mean, he really absolutely. believed he really believed in the business and the industry. What do you think? Is that a, is that a I good ab- assessment? Absolutely
1: agreed. I absolutely agree. I think so many of us, especially maybe early in our careers uh think that business is a zero-sum game or has to be a zero-sum game where i win you lose in equal parts right but bob never i don't think bob thought that way at all you know he 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 viewed it as that there are situations absolutely that can be win-win and we can grow the pie together even as competitors and what's good for me can be good for you as well so i think that that's just uh that's a great story you've told and it's also uh just so indicative of of Bob's, I think, somewhat unique philosophy. And and, uh, those that were paying attention always always learned lessons like that from him.
0: And so then, you know, taking that unique character that he is and was, um, and, you know, for him to take on the enormous task of bringing back uh, the NHL to the state of Minnesota, really it was something that was really only something that Bob could do in my mind you know uh, you know when it, when it, when a franchise leaves a city there's so much uh, bad feelings so much mm-hmm. damage to the community so much yep. so many questions about well it will it work here it doesn't work here it'll never work here it really mm-hmm. takes a unique person to be yep. able to sort of get everybody back uh, focused on something as big as that and really, when I saw Bob uh, bringing back uh, NHL hockey to Minnesota, I really believed that he was the only guy who really could do that.
1: Well, I, I think that's probably not far from the truth. I, you know, he he um, first, you're right. The, the the psyche of the Minnesota ho- hockey fan was badly damaged by the North Stars' departure, and uh, and there, I'm sure it's true that not just anyone could have uh won back the league and won back the fans, right? Because uh, we, we had to do both. And um and Bob was I think uniquely suited because again, he um he was viewed as authentically uh caring about the marketplace here in Minnesota, the deserving fans of the state of hockey, and he had built, of course, great relationships at the NHL from his rollerblade days and also Athletica and Mission and so on. And so I think you're right. I think he was uniquely suited based on his personality, the relationships he had built, and just his approach, his sort of business philosophy. I think he was uniquely suited to do that sort of difficult job of finding a way to get NHL back, ba- hockey back to Minnesota. And, uh, and we were all the beneficiaries of, of Bob's unique combination of talent there. And, and I, I think you're right. I can't imagine a lot of other people who could have gotten that done.
0: You know, I, I had lunch with him in Naples, uh, I think back in 2010 or 11, and um, I, at the time, was uh, working on bringing, uh, putting a second arena in Toronto for what would have been a second NHL team in Toronto. And sure. you know, he was he was teasing me a little bit, like you know how he likes the tease. You know, he, he was yes a, yes you know he yep. he had a, he liked the tease yeah. And he yep. says, you know, Graham. He says that you know that's uh, that's a that's a big project. You know, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs. They really they yep. really locked that hole. You know, that, that's going to be tough. You know, and I said, yep. well, Bob. I said, Bob, I'll, I'll, Bob. My philosophy is, I'm just trying to be a, a just trying to follow in your footsteps in some small way. And he goes, what are you talking yeah. about? I said, well, you were in the dashboard business, so I went out and bought a dashboard company, and um, then you were in the hockey equipment business, so I went out and bought Bauer. And yeah. then you did the Minnesota Wild, so it's sort of, I have to do it. I have to follow. I mean, I'm I'm just following in your foot. We, there you
1: go.
0: We yeah. had a good laugh. He, uh, I was
1: going to say, I yeah, bet you got a good laugh out of that. That's good.
0: We did. But, you know, last thing on on Bob is that um, he was um, uh, 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 he always had time for me when I would call him up and ask him about uh, even after the mission i deal and here i was the chairman of bauer and um a, a big a much bigger company than it was when i bought it from nike and there were times when i had a lot of questions about uh, sourcing product or mm-hmm. the market mm-hmm. or whatever and you know bob always had time for me all the mm-hmm. time uh, never um uh, never rushed to get off a phone call
1: right right um,
0: and so now that you've grown up so I have I've had that from uh my experience with him you you worked for him you you've been uh you saw it on the inside how does that affect your management style today with yeah. your with your team
1: Yeah well you're so right about him sort of uh his focus and presence with an, with a person when he was engaged with somebody and that is, you know, so difficult these days. Or maybe it's not any more difficult, but we have more p- potential distractions, all of us, you know, to, for our time and attention. So, look, I-, I won't profess to be anywhere near as good as Bob, but I know it's a goal of mine to be, just to, in terms of my management style and something I learned from Bob, to be present with people when I'm in a meeting or when I'm in a conversation of any kind. I'm, I, I fail at that from time to time for sure. But, but, you know, when you talk to Bob and other people like Bob and you have a sense that they are present with you, that they're focused with you, it's, it's more and more rare these days that you have conversations like that actually, right? If people are on their phones or they're looking over your shoulder at the next person they could be having a conversation with. And it's so, it's so, uh, it feels so um, rewarding when you're, when you're in a conversation with somebody like Bob, uh, who, who will focus directly on you. And so I, I, I'm trying to do that and uh, I, some, I, sometimes I can succeed and sometimes I fail, but that was certainly a skill that Bob had.
0: So now going on to uh, your new owner, uh, Craig Leopold, yes. who, again, yes. uh, I have a, uh, a very good relationship with he's yeah. been Craig has been very good to me over the years. Uh, yeah. you know, you know, you went from Bob Nagley to Craig Leopold. I, I, <laughs> I, yeah. you're a, you know, you're but, quite a fortunate guy. Um, uh, but it's a different personality, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. whereas I see Craig as a, uh, a, a visionary, uh, a bold mm. leader, uh, yeah. a person willing to, uh, step into the limelight, step yep, in front of yep. the cameras, make the tough calls. Yeah. Uh, and so that's a different style than Bob. Bob was a more of a get-along, friendly, you know, big bear of a guy. I yep. sometimes see Craig as, you know, he's got that side to him as well, but he's also got the tiger in him.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. He, Craig's not afraid to make tough decisions. That That's the first thing I'll say. I've said in the past, and I... Will always say about him is you know he's not afraid to make tough decisions and he um, he's an interesting person to work with in terms of processing information. He wants information. He doesn't make decisions impulsively, um, but there's a point at, in time at which he's 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 got enough information and he's going to act now and and he's not going to analyze any more. And he, any he, and he, when he makes his decision he doesn't look back you know and and not to say that he's perfect but but he you know he stands by his decision and and you know we uh, and he moves on and he, and he's he's bold that way and and that's been a an education for me too to work with Craig and uh just witness uh his uh his processing of information and ability to come to good decisions relatively quickly and and declare them and 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 move forward he he's a he's a he is. He has a um, propensity for action, right? He he is predisposed to act, and and I like that too. I, I like that Craig wants to move forward, and uh, and and there's a lot to be learned from uh, just working alongside a guy who is progressive and, and predisposed to act. You
0: know, and he's. You know, he. I, I, I think he's also learned a lot from uh, from Bob's previous ownership. I know they were very close. Sure. Um, and, you know, Bob saw that the state, it was the state of Minnesota. It wasn't the Minnesota, yeah. uh, you know, wild. It was the state of Minnesota wild. Yeah. And, right. um, I know that, um, Craig has followed, believes in that a hundred percent and has built yeah. on, built on that foundation. So how much of your time or how much of, you know, how important is it to you, uh, and the, and the team to really reach out beyond the Minneapolis St Paul city.
1: Yeah. Uh hugely important in two words hugely important. Uh because you're right, uh the metro, you know, while it has a strong population base of course and is not at all unimportant to us, the the success of our sport um goes well beyond the the boundaries of the metro area and in fact as as you know Graham so many of the great Minnesota players and, and great lore of Minnesota hockey exists elsewhere in Minnesota, in, in the greater part of the, in greater Minnesota, uh, especially, I'll say, in, the, in northern Minnesota, the Iron Range and so on. It, there's so many great stories, great personalities, and really legends who have come uh, outside of the metro. Uh, that that Craig you know knew that, and Bob knew that Craig knew that as well and and craig as as you say, Craig has only continued uh that focus of reaching out to all four corners of the state to find and celebrate hockey you know hockey in the state of hockey and and you're right too it's it's not just the wild either there's there's so many great stories around hockey in Minnesota we have to celebrate them all. Uh, The Wild is a part of the state of hockey, but it's not the end-all, be-all. In fact, really, after 19, 20 years, we're still kind of earning our place in in the state of hockey uh, history, and, and then that's okay. We're okay with that. We're here to be stewards for the sport and to grow the sport and to celebrate the sport, and Craig got that from day one. He knew it before he got here, and he has only continued that tradition.
0: How important is it, I mean, in today's world, in, in running a franchise, there's so many, you know, there, there's so you've got to have so many balls up in the air. Running a franchise is uh, a very, very complicated business. Uh, you, like you said, it's not just, you know, uh, you're building uh, footprint. You're talking about the entire state. There's yeah. many different facets. You've got a foundation. There's a lot of different moving parts here. The, how important is it to have a, a facility, an arena, that is uh, a revenue generator, uh, an event center, and that, that's a year-round building. How important is that to the to your overall business?
1: Well, we are we are really unique because, as you know, Graham, we uh, we own and operate the Minnesota Wild hockey team, but we also operate the arena and the convention center center, which is attached to the arena. Uh, 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 as well so so we are the ones that are booking all the concerts that play at the arena throughout the year and scheduling all the events in the River Center convention center as well and then we recently opened up Craig recently opened up a restaurant uh, on our campus uh, so we it, it has what that's done for us is it's diversified our business uh substantially. Make no mistake, the Minnesota Wild is certainly the economic engine which runs this place. But the, uh, the, uh, the peripheral opportunities of operating the arena and, um, and the convention center also contribute greatly to our overall success. And, uh, and we are continuing to look at opportunities to, uh, to find related businesses uh, that we can be successful with. And, again, Craig is a man of action, so he's, uh, he's constantly entertaining ways to grow in a sensible way. And so that's that's a that's a constant charge for us.
0: Yeah, and and everyone seems to be looking at esports and they're looking at analytics and stuff like that. What 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 are you, what, what's your current thoughts on esports and the importance of it, or does it fit properly now, or is it a future thing?
1: Yeah, well, th- th- that's a great question. Uh, we're, we're like so many people. We're you know, analyzing closely what is happening at the moment and along with everyone else trying to understand where it is going. And that's not an easy chore, um, but we are, you know, looking closely into all that at the moment along with other business opportunities. Uh, But eSports, you know, has everybody's attention at the moment, and it should. Um, It certainly uh, has participation both in terms of, you know, players, but also a lot of eyeballs are watching – so uh, it, it 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 it's substantial and it deserves uh, uh, it deserves attention. Uh, we don't have it entirely figured out. I'm not sure that anybody really does, but but we're paying close attention along with numerous other things as to how we can uh, diversify and grow the business we've created here.
0: And of course, gambling is on everybody's agenda. Everybody's talking about it. Uh, really, I think maybe perhaps it became more of a conversation item when vegas uh, got a franchise to come into the league it sort of sort of made it a topic of conversation do you do you think about that a lot or is it on Uh, your uh, radar
1: it's high on our 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 radar at the moment now the, the first uh i'll say challenge for us is that we we minnesota has not yet legalized sports betting um we're paying close attention and we are um in conversations to understand the um, uh, the horizon uh, for Minnesota in terms of when it may be legalized, that'll be the first and most important step for us. Uh, but we, w- when it does, uh, and if it does, we uh, we we need to be ready, and I'm quite sure we will be based on the amount of attention we're putting into it at the moment, both understanding. The horizon of legalization, and then the mechanics of and the opportunity around legalized sports betting. Um, The other thing that you know the league, I give the NHL a fair bit of credit for, is you know they are. uh, It's been well publicized about the puck and player tracking um, uh, information and data that will be rolled out in the coming year um and and beyond and and then also you know there there are efforts uh afoot uh regarding 5g which will be an important component in all of this as well uh so there's a lot of moving parts there but we're paying really close attention to all of those uh at the moment to understand what the opportunity is for us ultimately
0: now in addition to all your you know um, responsibilities um with the Wild, you also personally, you're on the boards of different uh, entities, uh, community entities. Uh, yep. One that stands out is the, you know, the the United States Hockey Hall of Fame. Um, but there's a lot of other uh, foundations that you're involved in and stuff like that in and around uh, Minnesota. How important is it for a CEO, a leader of an organization to be involved in community, um, not only just community, but industry foundations and related uh, associations?
1: Well, I, I, you know, I think for any sports team that is serious about uh, community and uh, supporting its community, you, know, you would find that executives at those teams would be closely uh, or, or, or significantly involved in, in various charities and, 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 uh, and boards. Uh, so, and, and I give Craig Leopold a lot of credit because he encourages all of our executive team to uh, take time to be on boards and, and uh, in the community and, 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 uh, and support. And, and so it's really expected here. It, it's, it's not something that we have to ask for. It's, it's expected to be done, and, and we all gladly do it. And so not just me, but really all of our executive staff sit on various boards, and, and we want to be involved in the community, and, and we are. And, and I give Craig credit for giving us that license
0: and lastly uh, i 23 years with the organization i mean it's un it's you know unheard of in today's world that a person uh is with an organization for as long as you've been with um minnesota hockey the wild and so forth um, you know from a career point of view i can't i was you know i can't ask you if you saw that when you were coming out of college that you were going to yeah. have this kind yeah. of a career you've had a spectacular career uh, looking back on the past 23 years, you know, can you sum it up as, uh, you know, from a professional point of view, how, you know, you're looking back and how fortunate you've been on this ride?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I've, I've been blessed uh, both, both at Rollerblade and and here to work alongside really outstanding people, great mentors, and Bob and Craig. Uh, and and uh, and in interesting businesses. You know, Rollerblade was a really interesting business and an education for me in the sales and marketing realm in particular, and then being able to take some of that, uh, actually a fair bit of that in, in practice over to the wild, even though it is a quite a different business. Some of the basic tenets of sales and marketing apply almost no matter where you go. And, and so uh, I've been blessed. I, I've worked with great people. I still work with great people. I have great mentors in my life and uh i um yeah i i pinch myself that i've been able to do this and uh and just uh, i'm still enjoying uh every minute of it and we have peaks and valleys but uh but uh that's part of the package and those those valleys make the peaks that much better so we're going to keep after it here
0: matt thanks very much uh for spending time with the hockey news readers and um Uh, continued success to you the organization Um, please give my best to Craig and um, again thanks for for your time
1: my pleasure Graham and thanks thanks to you as well and best of luck with hockey news we're excited about what you're doing with that publication and it's an important one for the hockey world so thank you very much
0: thanks Matt